couple of things. First of all, town halls are for the voters, not for the press, not for the person who's the moderator. Caitlin spent more time interjecting her own viewpoints or her own look views on the situation. Me, the, the, hold, those hold, are hold, actually hold, the facts. Back now, are you, hold on, are you guys not going to interject your well, viewpoints? Do I get a chance to right, speak but now? If you're speaking okay, everybody, falsely. We spent 20, 22, 23 minutes talking about January 6th. I'm on the oversight committee. I was in two hearings on January 6th. It was testified in oversight that Donald Trump authorized National Guard troops on January 4. He followed up in the call with then acting Secretary of Defense on January 5, trying to see where the deployment was on those troops. That is testimony in the Oversight Committee. Everybody testified in Oversight Committee when Nancy Pelosi was Speaker of the House, except one organization, and that was the Capitol Police. Did you read the Secretary Nancy Pelosi would not allow that. A couple of things. First of all, town halls are for the voters. Based on what they've seen, um, I think these are very different. Oh, no, 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 not feel. No, 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 it's not. It's not feel. Understand this. It is not feel. That is a fact. Hillary so, Clinton's right, let's, documents let's were that, were So tell me, based they on were this indictment by here. the Oversight Committee, she destroyed them. Joe Biden took took uh, to classified material as a United States senator. I'm a United States congressman. I am not allowed to remove classified documents. He took them as a United States senator. They were all over the place. That is a violation, actually, of the Espionage Act. And so there's been no talk, no dissemination, no investigation of any of those so things. So here's what yeah, I don't understand, though. Who's at warp speed? I don't mean to, I don't mean to interrupt you. I, I just want to think. I, those are the facts. I, based on what they've seen, um, I think these are very different. Oh, no, no, no. Not, no, not feel. No, no, no. no, no so it's not, it, we, um, I, you know, the $10 trillion that was an increase in spending that you highlighted earlier, to put that into perspective, of what folks back home, when you hear trillions and billions, if you spent $13 million every day since Jesus Christ was born, you still would not have spent $10 trillion. And that is just the increase in spending that the one party Democrat rule did over the last two years with Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, and Chuck Schumer leading the ship. And people wonder why inflation has gone up 14.9 percent in those two years when inflation was 1.4 percent before all that spending started so we called on the prescription drug companies to bring down the price of insulin to 35 dollars to everyone not just seniors and today eli Lilly, the largest manufacturer of insulin in the united states of america agreed to do just that 35 bucks for hundreds and thousands of seniors enrolled in medicare that's a big deal participating plans will cap cost to just 35 dollars a month per type of insulin and some plans may offer it free the press won't even cover it but uh, they'll cover things that are unimportant hold on Well, we are watching, we are living through one of the biggest psyops in the history of the world. It is crazy the way, the way they continue to just use the media, uh, to tear down, uh, our freedoms and, uh, and to, to tell us what we ain't hearing and what we ain't, what, what we're hearing and what we're seeing isn't really true. Um, and they want to play the magician and, and, and 
twist things around to, uh, to deceive like never before. And they, they are deceiving a lot of people. But you know what? We are arming ourselves with the truth and educating ourselves because we're no longer going to be indoctrinated. We're no longer going to be sheep and asleep while they do whatever they want to us. Uh, we're, we're rising up. We're waking up and we're not taking this mess no more. Uh, by the grace of God, we are able to stand, uh, on biblical principles and fight for our, uh, religious rights, our civil rights and everything that, uh, our enable, enableable rights that God has given to us. And so we've got to, uh, continue to do what we're doing. I'm so glad to have you guys with us on today. Welcome, 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 patriots, saints, friends, and family to the Apostolic Conservative Show. I'm your host, Will Jones, and as usual, I am mighty glad to have you with us on tonight as we're in, uh, I do not have it up there, episode 539. I see the flaw, uh, that we com committed, uh, Actually, uh, 540 is this episode. We'll try to get that, uh, corrected a little bit later on. Um, nonetheless, thank you guys, uh, for, um, tuning in, uh, to watch the Apostolic Conservative Show. Uh, we are that new news in Christian format while debunking the mainstream media. So if you have not, please share, please like. Help us get around those algorithms, all right? So we, we appreciate you. We got a few things we're going to get into tonight. Um, we did not play all of our videos tonight, but I definitely want to lead out with this one right here. Uh, chairwoman of, uh, of DeKalb County, uh, found out some new things, uh, as she was on, uh, the John Frederick show, uh, around the Beltway and, uh, he had her on her, on their show, uh, to, uh, because she's been heavily involved in the Haldeman reports and all the election fraud that has been going on, uh, from, from the get go. Uh, and she brings some very enlightening things into, uh, this conversation. I want to got, get you guys straight to it and we'll cover a few more things. Um, uh, tonight, uh, of course there's a death that happened and, and uh, folks continue to drop uh, like flies, uh, and we know what it is. We are pretty sure, I'll put it that way, what it is that is causing this to happen to so many people. Uh, but let us go here. Yeah. On today, Marcy, because you, more than anybody, have been right in the center of the Haldeman report on the Dominion machines um, in Georgia, and it's it's a little complicated. Break down for us in layman's terms what that report says, what it meant, and what it means. Marcy McCarthy. Well, John, thanks for having me on uh, your show today. And just for your viewers' knowledge, I am uh, my professional life is in the cybersecurity world. I own a marketing and event company. And um, I put on a lot of content uh, and uh, an event uh, around cybersecurity. So when the reports of both MITRE and the Halderman report just came to light and were released into the public domain, 
uh, it was quite alarming uh, to me to see a playbook um, and a skills assessment of how our Dominion voting machines here in Georgia. What's also quite disturbing has come to light is our Secretary of State's office has been resistant to doing any of the software vulnerability updates to the software vulnerabilities since July of 2021. So the fact of the matter is you're giving your threat actors, activists, or assorted array of bad actors uh, a runway uh, in preparation to tamper potentially with our 2024 election. As a best practice in the cybersecurity world, when there's known software vulnerabilities, we work very hard to patch them, test them, deploy them. So uh, overall, John, hackers have to be right one time where cybersecurity professionals have to be vigilant all the time. And again, when a known software vulnerability comes into light, such as this, is now really well documented into the public domain, it gives us great pause. I'm working with a number of cybersecurity executives uh, to put forth a letter uh, to our Secretary of State office, as well as our Chairman of the State Board of Elections, to uh, discuss the, the issues at hand. This is not political. Uh, this is simply basic uh, hygiene of our, our voting systems across the board and best practices. And again, it gives us great pause and even heartburn uh, when you, people say what keeps us up at night. Well, this is something that would keep our cybersecurity up night, at night. So we have 18 months. How do we solve this? Well, there's actually a, a software vulnerability pat that this uh, Secretary of State's office says they have possession of, uh, that they're running pilot um, of this uh, update, and, but will not deploy it on a statewide basis until after the uh, 2024 elections. Again, there's a whole series of playbooks. There's multiple scenarios here, not just you know uh, an injection walking into a polling place with a machine, and they're trying to say that it's statistically improbable. Um, again, you know, we there's a, um, let me give you, uh, your viewers, the kind of uh, in context. There's something called Stuxnet that was done several years ago. It was a joint uh, endeavor between the um, Israeli intelligence community and our intelligence community, and it basically put a malware directly on a printer system inside the uh, Iranian nuclear facility, and it took out their subfuge. Um, so the fact of the matter is simple malware putting on a device and loading it onto another device is not an improbability. Our own governments have done it, um, and it's done on a daily basis. That's why there's technology to prevent USBs from actually uh, being operational uh, in different types of devices that are deployed by our financial institutions, healthcare institutions, Again, simple malware can just, you know, cause havoc and disruption. The concern is just we have about 19 days of early voting in Georgia, so it doesn't have to have to be on a massive scale uh, with a massive outage. You could just walk in as a voter, uh, a poll worker, and, um, you know, just start, you know, just inserting the malware into the different voting machines. The fact of the matter is the most dangerous threat is not necessarily the outsider of the nation state, although their their impact is really great. It's the insider threat. Uh, so when you have somebody that has motivation, whether it is social driven or financially driven, uh, they have a means and way to get it done. 
And it's not that sophisticated. The MITRE report actually, again, breaks it down on a skills assessment basis and says this is easy, this is hard, uh, this is moderately difficult, and here's how you do it. So uh, any anybody out there with a little bit of skills, uh, technology skills, can presumably uh, cause havoc. My biggest concern, John, is the outcome of our elections. So whatever side might win on a particular race, they're going to cry foul because of this aspect. So simply, the call to action here is Secretary of State's office uh, doing their job, being good custodians of our elections and election equipment, uh, and taking on the best practices that every cybersecurity executive does across the board on a daily basis when they're protecting our, so, but, our organizations. But that, that, that I mean, makes sense, Marcy, deploy the that software. Makes, that makes, <laughs> deploy the software. Don't politicize. Well, that, that's exactly it. I mean... I wanted to get you on today, Marcy, because you, more than anybody, have been right in the center of the whole dimension. Why on earth would the Secretary of State see this report that has been held up, a, a Halderman report that the Democrats this guy, Halderman, Democrats have used him for a long time to do forensic, to prove their case of, of how these computers could be hacked. We played it years ago, a couple of years ago, after the 2020 election. Well, leading up to, actually leading up to the election, we, we played it. Several of the different can Democrat candidates talked about uh, the uh, the tabulated the computers rather uh, being hacked, the machines being hacked. Every last one of the candidates for de for the Democrats presidential candidacy, they all talked about it, and then all of a sudden. In October, uh, I believe her name, Corbacher, was the last person on record that I saw uh, that talked about uh, the elections uh, being uh, able to get hacked. But they all, they all act as though there's no big issue. At right after the election, it it all went away, and everything was honky dory. And we know that ain't so. But I'm so glad that we got patriots that are still fighting uh, for election truth. Um, you, there's a good video if you had not saw it, seen it. Uh, Garland Favorito. Uh, of voter GA joined us in um, in um, Douglas County over this weekend, and he took uh, an extensive Q and A. So you guys want to definitely uh, check that out. Um, you can find it on our stream, uh, multiple places, and very informative. Um, I heard a couple people say that they thought they knew about. Uh, uh, what was going on in elections and what they could do. And he also, one, one important thing, he talked about 
codes that we could use um, in our counties, you know, like uh, law enforcement codes that we could use in our county dealing with board of elections uh, to bring about uh, paper ballots. That was very interesting. I do not remember the codes, but you can look back uh, to our video and you can find it. And uh, soon we'll have it up on the Douglas County uh, GOP.com uh, website. Uh, but, you know, there, there's a lot to this. But just hold on. Don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. Keep on praying. Keep seeking God's uh, hand to move. There are things that are happening behind the scenes and... You know what? Before you know it, people will start waking up and they'll be having uh, these moments. But uh, let me uh, get this uh, in right here because I told uh, a friend that I would continue to play this um, uh, as we do the show. So 6 p.m. on June 23rd, there will be a Georgia Right to Life Presents Dinner Theater with a play called Viable, the one-act play, A Hope-Filled Journey to Healing, uh, 6 p.m. And that'll be at the Venue at Friendship Springs. Viable was really incredible. It was a heartwarming story of a lady who had struggled with hiding a big secret in her life and how God redeeming plan freed her. I'm very familiar with the pain and the guilt and the shame, how important it is to love and care on post-abortive women and men for that matter. Being in freedom and set free, they did a very good job. About how women feel and how it affects their lives. It was a great portrayal of the trauma that actually happens in a woman. An awesome production on the healing power of God. It was very, very poignant and powerful. The viability of life is a gift from God, and, and we don't need to take that for granted. We need to stand up for those babies. It is compelling. It stays with you. The most surprising message that people will receive from this is Christ's love and forgiveness. All right, um, let me see if I can find that, uh, the link or video, the, not just the vi video, but there was uh, some kind of contact for them. I'm sorry, I um, didn't, I, I actually removed it um, because it was, I wasn't thinking, uh, uh, I'll be honest, I wasn't thinking that I need to play that at the moment. Uh, but let me look back on and see what episode that is where you can find the information about that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So if you go back to episode 539, if you guys would like to go, uh, to that, uh, one act play, uh, next Friday, there is a link and there is a phone number to call them in episode 539 in the description so um i honestly i'll tell you if i was in town uh 
next week, or or rather, I say next week. I meant to say this coming Friday. Um, if we were in town, I would be there. Because um, I know it's going to be epic, and um, definitely for saving babies and and anything that would promote that cause. And I know that that uh, that act or that play is going to uh, promote that, and it's going to be a life changer for someone. Uh, it's going to save some children's lives uh, behind it, that play, and I can't wait to get my opportunity uh, to see it. Um, before they get too far away away from us, and then we have to travel um, to go see it. All right, yep, that is viable. I want to go to this next video. Uh, uh, ben Bagram from Real uh, America's Voice, actually. Uh, his video is from, I think, a couple of weeks ago, honestly. I saw it. I've been holding on to it. But I wanted to play it tonight um, because the PSYOP that they're running is backfiring on them. And the truth is, is being unfolded. And so we've just got to continue to stand up and push the truth as others wake up. Uh, but here he has been from, uh, down in, I, I think he's in Texas or Missouri, I forgot. But go ahead, we're, we're gonna play this. This hat was sitting on my dashboard when I pulled up and this awesome guy I ran into, I want you to hear his story. You saw my hat in the... In the window. Yes, sir. Right? And I told you, I was a supporter for Trump before he ever became president. Yo, my name is James Tatum. You find me on YouTube on Truth Teller 7100, right? I had some of the same ideas as Trump, but you know, I'm, I'm, I don't have money, whatever, right? But as I broadcast on the radio, there were, I'll just tell it like the black leaders who looked at me like I was crazy when Trump came along. I said, I'm gonna support him because his ideas, now I'm gonna speak facts. His ideals was not going to only help America, as well as other countries that you saw how he was doing. But the bottom pole, black people, what he was going to do was the same ideas I had before he came along. I tried to get some black leaders here in Memphis to let's do a march on Washington before Trump came, came about. To do a march on Washington, that means let's get black preachers, white preachers, Mexican preachers, and all. Let's go to Washington and see if we can't get uh, money locked to Mexico to help them open up jobs there, et cetera, and so on. If we could, a lot of them would go back home because they want to go home and be with their families, right? That would open up jobs for the American people, but especially blacks, right? I said I don't have an idea about what we would do about the drugs. Up came Trump. Because, like I said, leaders turned me down. Huh. Black wow. leaders. Wow. Black leaders in Memphis turned me down. Wow. I became so discouraged because what am I on the radio for? Just talking like they doing and not getting nothing done? And the good Lord sent Trump. Wow. All right? I'm one that has a spiritual insight of the scriptures, of the Bible. It says in the Bible, when Nicodemus came to Jesus by a rich man, 
came to Jesus by night and said, Lord, what must I be do, do to be saved? Jesus said, sell everything you got and give it to the poor. Trump came to America by night. It was dark for America. And when he did, he sold everything he got to give it to the poor. Not just poor in money, but poor in spirit. Poor in money and spirit. Jesus said, no better man, no better friend than a friend that'll give his life. I don't understand if anybody should have ever supported Trump with black folks. You know why? Because we were the highest unemployed. For the first time in history, unemployment for black people went down. Lower than ever had been in history. Drugs, when they're basically brought over here, who, what communities did it care worse than anything? It's getting all the communities out of them. But for years, the black community, the black community, building a wall, and God knows I love people, period. Building that wall could have helped slow down a lot of those drugs. What in the heck was wrong with black folks? I'm just being real, bro. You hear me? I love people. I came up as a black panther in my young days. I'm almost 73 years old. I've been 73 in August. I've been an activist all my life, but I've had up and down prison, all that other stuff. You hear me now? But every Friday, we got church that said, did it. And it's red. On the back of it, red means remember everyone deployed. Mm. Every Friday I wear my shirt, bruh. You know why? Because, see, Jesus said, whatever you do unto my people, you're doing it to me. Trump was crucified. We was crucified. You got what I'm saying now? So on Friday, there's the crucifixion. And I will wear that shirt every Friday because we've been crucified, lied on just to try to help people. This man is rich, didn't have to do nothing, wouldn't take a salary. He got a family, take a chance to lose his life. A power struck person is gonna do something like Joe Biden doing, nothing, but do ignorant stuff. And if you put this out, man, I want them to hear this if you never hear nothing else. If you can't see what Trump did when he was in the White House that included black people, first of all, more than anything, you need to check your mind out. Because, man, I'm not the brightest person in the world, but I'm not that stupid. <laughs> I would give my life for him. And yes, there are people waking up now. The news media that I, I don't know, I didn't see them show him when they first day they took office, Trump and his administration, they held hands, bro, Amen. and prayed. Amen. Make it almost make me cry. Do you understand what I'm saying? But I'm going to tell you the world. I want you to know. I want you to know that God sees it all. The Lord sees all, man. And this man is forever in love with people. And I'm going to tell you something else. All the people, black people, before he ever even talked about running for something hung around him, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, Ophel Winfrey, Snoop Dogg. But then once he became president, it was talking about it like a dog. Hypocrites that Jesus talked about. You see, when Trump served God, he served him. Not to preach no sermon. You got to do works. Yeah. So that's why I love him and I support him. 2024, bro. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, man. This is what they don't want.
They want us right. divided. Right. God wants us coming together. Right. This is it. Amen. 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 And you said the, a mouthful, bro. This is what they don't want. Yeah. But they don't realize when you know that word. Yeah. If they say we in the last days, yeah. my people will come together. Amen. Together. Amen. And that right, bro. I love Look it, man. Them. I love that. I love that. Look, God always has a reason for it. My hat was sitting in the dashboard, right. and my brother James said, "Hey." Hey, I got I got something to tell you. That's amazing. <laughs> Don't give up, guys. No matter how dark it looks, just remember, the darker it is, the brighter your light shines. That's right. Shine your light. God sees it all, and he told us he's going to bring us out. Amen. we got to go through this storm like Paul says. Count all this as trials and tribulations as joy. Amen. Because that's the closer when Jesus coming. Well, I'll tell you this. Now, the brother might have got a bunch of scriptures mixed up and quoting them all, you know, jumbled up. But you know what? His heart is in the right place. And he was speaking truth. Because those very things are the, the fundamentals that have made our country strong as it has made us prior to this woke ideology that has been going around. And so we... We have to, um, you know, gather ourselves around this uh, and, and, and strengthen ourselves uh, so that we can resist this what is uh, what is taking place. Now, today um, is the, the, the is day they we celebrate Juneteenth. I'll tell you this. The only reason why I would celebrate today is to remind people who it was that finally released the slaves then. You know, over two years later, after the war was won by a Republican, uh, the first Republican president, who fought for freedom and, and many others. That's how our party was formulated as abolitionists fighting for the freedom of slaves. And we came to that point, but right now people want to run, they, they want to manipulate this thing to twist it and make it out to be something that we've already, we all have the, the victory as Americans. We all should be united. I do not want to, I want to say this. I don't, I don't want to disregard the significance of what took place. But at the same time, we don't have to have a new, um, uh, we don't have to have a new, uh, Independence Day. We have one as the United States of America. Uh, and we'll be celebrating it in just a few weeks, a couple of weeks. We don't have to have a new, uh, uh, uh Pledge Allegiance. We don't have to, to have any of that new to, se to celebrate blacks because we're all Americans. And so we, we need to continue to build on and that till we get to become a more perfect country. And that's who we are. That's what we're already doing. But this woke ideology and trying to cause division and schism is what is really bringing our country to a demise. And, um, we, uh, we have, uh, uh, Daniel that has uh, told us what those codes was when it came down to the Georgia codes to ditch the machines. 
And those codes are two different codes. 212-334 and 212-336. Those are the two codes uh, that Garland Favorito uh, brought up in this meeting that he had with us. And so, guys, you want to uh, go ahead, share this information. I want to play this next video because if you're in Georgia and you're able to, um, I want you to consider this event that's taking place. Oh, okay. I see. I'm. <laughs> I see. I was muted. Well, let me say this. Um, the cab kind of chairwoman, uh, McCarthy, um, who we, we Marcy McCarthy, who we just played the video earlier from, who was on John Fredericks, actually sent this video out to chairs and asked us to um, to share this because uh, they need help in Fulton County. Uh, Fulton County. Uh, they are going to have board of elections meeting. Uh, of course, it's going to be a limited number of people that can get there, but they they were, were requesting support um, and you know letting the board of election there know that it's not kosher what they did and only allowing them to have one uh, person uh, on the Republican on the board of election and having two uh, Democrats on there. So it's supposed to be two and two. Um, and that is not the way it is worked out. So it's, it's quite the scenario going on. And so we're going to uh, see. And I, I think when I was talking uh, to our former chair, I, I think that there actually may be uh, another position as well that is, is open, which is uh, depending on uh, who is in control. I think that's just the, the chair position. But anyway, they're holding back a person from being on there and uh, because they don't like, I guess they don't like their, their values or, or who they are. Um, and so they're holding it back to not allow them to be on the, on the board. And so leaving them one short. And so, guys, um, it, it's it's crazy. So if you're able to, you know, make it, uh, you know, 
you know, try to get there and, and support them uh, if it's if it's at all possible. And you don't have other uh, plans already, but I I know it's gonna be limited space. So um, anyway, let's keep it moving. Let me cover a couple of things uh, that have made the news over the last couple of days. Um, I hope you fathers out there had a great uh, Father's Day. I definitely did uh, with my family, and you know I'm so grateful uh, to have them and the gifts that they give. Even though I tr- I try to tell them, hey, I don't want anything. Just you know, I like to have time. Uh, you know, just having time with you guys is is great for me. Uh, but you know, they they want to ha- they want to do their thing. And uh, so sometimes you just got to let them do the thing. So, all right, uh, let us pull up this first article. Um, and this was a rapper. Um, 45 years old, Houston rapper Big Pokey drops dead on stage doing a live performance. Now, there, I, I did see the video. I didn't capture that. But Big Pokey was standing up there and he looked like he was discomforted for a moment. And if you remember these videos that I played before from people that, that have, have these juju jabs, they all fall backwards. Most of them curl up or ball up, but they all fall backwards. And we know that during the pandemic, they were forcing entertainment industry uh, to uh, to get the juju jab in order to perform in different places. I'm gonna say this: that you know, you can you can imagine he's 45 years old. He's toward the latter end of his rap industry, and most of them, you know, at that age. You know, they did a lot of spending of money throughout the years and, and uh, got, you know, and had a lot of overhead from when they didn't have the money and were were portraying that they had the money like that. And so, you know, that many of them ended up having to, I mean, they felt like they had to go ahead and take it and get into those, uh, get back into performing on the stage. And it's so sad to hear and see so many of these situations happening all around the country over and over again. The next one I want to uh, is from the Inside Paper, and it covers, hey, Hunter, it, they're, they're continuing to expose the Biden crime family for things they do, they've done. Now, if you remember, under... President Obama, they were saying that they were closing all these offshore accounts, that uh, they were going and seizing money. Who were they seizing the money from? Well, we we know now it wasn't under the Biden the Biden family though, uh, because they're exposing even more. Hunter Biden coordinated with executives at Ukrainian natural gas company Burisma Holdings to open an account 
at a corrupt Maltese bank. According to emails from the first son's abandoned laptop, the New York Post originally posted about that. The the laptop from H-E double hockey sticks continues to resurface, continues to expose treasures and trolls of uh, their wrongdoing. It's something, you know. And so, just hold on. There's some things happening that I believe sooner or later is just going to come to the light and, or, you know, truth will be revealed. Now, I want to tell you guys something. Um, we are, on next week, we're going to be going to a daytime stream. Uh, we will be uh, doing the show around noon uh, to 2 p.m. Um, and we'll still have our 6 p.m. stream every first Tuesday uh, with Dr. Jim Meehan. And so, you know, we, we won't go away from that. We'll still have that. But we're trying to uh, change some things up because we know a lot of our viewers, uh, a lot of our base, they, you know, tend to, you know, not be up this this late in the night. And so we want to make some adjustments. And so bear with us um, as we make those adjustments. Um, huh. I'm looking for something and I'm not seeing it. Hmm. Very unique that I'm missing a video on my my dashboard. Oh well. Okay, I think I found it. For some reason, they're changing layouts and stuff. But just think about this. We did a regime change back in 2014 in, in Ukraine. We toppled their government. Just like we've, I mean, it's been several different presidents that have uh, did regime changes in different countries. So it's not just Obama, but it's the globalist agenda. The globalists that want to uh, destroy our independence, destroy our liberty, our liberty, and wants to make everyone submissive and servient uh, to them, and so they push their agenda through these world uh, banks uh, that we get indebted every time we go to war somewhere, and we have to borrow money. So that they can take tax us citizens to death and continue to push their agenda and cause suffering and heartache and all these people dying. And so they did that. They infiltrated. They set up. Uh, they took over banks um, from what they call oligarchs over there. But really, we realized. And and I'm going to tell you this. Glenn Beck covered this extensively. And if you, uh, if you just go in our search engine and you can look up Ukraine, uh, and you'll see a lot of different things in there that we've talked about Ukraine over the last, uh, few, last couple of years, few years even. 
because it's just it's it's a uh, it's a cesspool for our money to go down the drain, and we be more and more in debt, and and that's a big part of the hyperinflation that we're dealing with now. And so we've got to recognize what's going on over there and get out of this situation. Uh, but, you know, it may take new leadership, but we've got to continue to speak the truth as people are slowly waking up. Let's go to this commercial now. Hi, my name is Jim Meehan. I'm a medical doctor. I'm the CEO of Meehan MD. What I'm here to talk to you about today is getting started on a health journey that is not being done in the United States today. The broken healthcare system is something I left a long time ago so that I could teach you to become a scientist of your own health. I created the Mindset Framework for Health. Mindset is an acronym that um, guides us in the seven key elements of health. We want to focus on M, the microbiome, and your mind-body connection. We want to talk about I, the inflammation control in your body. N is for nutrition. D, detoxification. S is sleep. E is exercise and T is total hormone balance. If we don't get those seven key elements in line, optimized, uh, working for you instead of against you, I'm not the pill for every ill business model. I left that a long time ago. We've created something better here at MeNMD. We're guiding you on a journey to optimal health by helping you focus on those seven key mindset elements to take you to a place in your health that you've never been before because you've only had doctors that wanted to spend a few minutes with you prescribing a pill for that symptom that you have. I believe in using nutrition and exercise and lifestyle changes and targeted supplementation and getting your hormones in optimal balance, ending all of the things that are driving your health into the dirt. I want to take you out of that and I want you to grow, get strong, get healthy. Go to MeehanMD.com and get started with this. Just click on the let's get started button and you can download information about um, how to treat COVID-19, how to end inflammation, how to start your health journey. You want to lose weight? You want to get your hormones balanced? Come to MeehanMD.com. All right. Um, for you podcasters, please uh, remember uh, you can go to uh, com and use promo code APCO show. Dr. Meehan will be with us on the first Tuesday of every month and he will uh, be on here at 6 p.m. with us right here on the Apostolic uh, Conservative Show. And that's 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let me be clear on that. <laughs> and guys, that QR code actually does work. I mean, I knew it worked if it was in it was larger than that. Uh, but if it was posted on there larger, but you know, it actually will will work. Uh, you know, at that small clip. All right, um, where we at? We got a couple other things uh, we want to get into, but before we get out of here, we won't be here uh, much long because it is uh, getting mighty late. I just realized I didn't even do the intro to the show tonight. That's how I, I'm a, a little bit getting a little bit tired, I guess. 
But nevertheless, I see numbers are strong on here with us. So I appreciate you guys still uh, sticking on here with us. Um, let's see. Thank you guys over there in Foxhole. I don't know what is going on with the Foxhole, but I am just not able to see any comments. And I know you guys have carried the show uh, many times. So this. I'm just letting you know I'm not able to see it, uh, the comments over there, um, just in case you guys are uh, commenting like normal, normally you are doing. Check this out, Trump speaking about uh, where our currency is headed. China, you know, I heard a couple of people say, well, the dollar will never lose the dollar standard. Are they kidding? China wants to change the standard, the currency standard. And if that happens, that's like losing a world war. We'll be a second tier country. We'll literally be a second tier country if that happens. If we lose our currency, that's the equivalent of losing a world war. Our currency is what makes us powerful and strong. China, you know, I heard a couple of people say, well, the yeah, the currency, us being able to distri distribute it, us being able to spend it, us being able to back up other people's, uh, other countries' currency with ours, with our petrodollar, not being able to back their, their currency. Or they, they, they don't trust our currency right now. They don't trust us they don't trust our government because they have done what we have we have condemned for uh for the longest since we've been a world power is these third world countries with dictators uh locking up their uh uh their uh their challengers uh, their competitors this is what they we've condemned for so long, but now it's being exposed. Things that we have done, psyops that we have ran, they're running them on our people now. On their own, on, on our citizen, we are getting the psyops ran on us. But that's why in this episode 540, they hate an educated individual that's not indoctrinated is where we at. They hate the fact that we, we are learned individuals. We're not continue to be deceived and we're not continue to be on that path of being led by our emotions where they can manipulate us with all kinds of things. There was so much manipulation in society and, uh, the, the uniform colors that was going on with Ukraine and people could not realize it because they believe what the mainstream media was telling them. And so here we are. We're able to see like never before, but that's why we got to keep talking to people, keep sharing things. Check this video out uh, right here coming from uh, Peterson who is now uh, with PragerU. Uh, I'd say Peterson is Pearson, the Pearson uh, on PragerU. Check this out, this video of him 
uh, and a lady getting that aha moment. Do you think that the party that founded the KKK was racist? Of course I do. Do you think that the party that was pro-segregation was racist? Of course I do. Do you think that the party that was pro-putting my great-great-grandmother in the back of the bus was racist? Of course I do. That party was the Democrat Party. Interesting. I would love for you to send me some information on that. And if I read it and I... <laughs> that was a nice little clip right there. I'm telling you, there are people, I'm having conversation with people, and they're like, what? I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. And I'm talking about people in their 50s and 60s, and, you know, but as we talk, and, and, and Joe Biden and his administration has continued to be the gift that keeps on giving. Because as more pain and suffering that we go to, the more people are, are willing to listen to what they've not listened to before. And they begin to open their eyes and understand things and hear things and, and look and do their own independent research. They're finding out that, oh my goodness, I've been lied to all this time. And if you want to, you want to find out what the Republican Party is, is is truly about, get involved on the local level, wherever you're at. I, I'm, let me just say it this way: get involved. I don't care what you what you what you believe. Get involved on the local level. But if you go to Douglas County. GOP.com there's so much information on there that will enlighten you on who we really are and our values and I'm not getting paid or anything like that but uh, um, you know uh, to to promote uh, our county because um, it's all volunteer and nobody getting paid over here to do nothing uh, even though we might have to fight some warfare and spiritual battles like getting getting paid for it, but we're not. Uh, but there is so much enlightening information for those who uh, would dare to go there and, uh, you know, and get their truth uh, and then share that truth with someone else. Guys, we really appreciate you. Um, please keep Crystal and I in your prayers. As uh, we strive to do the will of God, knowing that no matter what happens, we're all in this together. And where we go one, we go all. You can always find the original plan of salvation in your Bibles in the book of Acts, the second chapter and the 38th verse. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to be uh, praying for uh, uh, Miss Cassandra, uh, who has been going uh, through some health problems over the last few days. And uh, we're praying for you in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, I pray right now that you would just touch uh, Miss Cassandra right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Let your healing work go to go to work in her life and manifest itself in her life, Lord God, in her life, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. And we come against this spirit of infirmity right now in the name of Jesus. 
And we give the, the Lord of glory, the King of kings, the almighty uh, Savior, Jesus Christ, all the glory. All right. God bless you guys. Um, we look forward to seeing you on tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow, remember, will be our last night uh, at the 9 p.m. I, I won't say last night at 9 p.m. I'll just say that we will be doing the show earlier in the day. Um, but, you know, periodically we may do a 9 p.m. show uh, just to make sure everyone knows where we're at. We love you. We appreciate you. We thank you so much. Uh, we we'll look forward to seeing you on tomorrow night. All right. God bless you. We'll talk to you and see you later. Then when they start messing with it, no other choice but to step up. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Tell yourself, Deuteronomy 28, I am the head and not the tail. <laughs> Tell yourself, Psalm 18, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. Tell yourself, Psalm 20, some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord. Tell yourself, Romans 8:37. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Tell yourself, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Tell yourself, Job 13, though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. Tell yourself, Psalm 27, the Lord is my light. And my Isaiah 54, no weapon formed the
pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all.